Welcome to Tartan Talk with USA Kilts, our interview series where we chat with interesting people in the Celtic heritage scene. Industry insiders, artists, influencers, you name it. Come with us as we highlight unique perspectives and inside stories. So sit back, grab your beverage of choice, and enjoy the conversation. Today, we are sitting down with the incomparable Allie the Piper. Hello. Piper Allie, Hello. Allie the Piper. Allie. We got it all in there. Easy. <laughs> yes. So, how you doing? I am swell, and yourselves. Oh, just peachy. Peachy? peachy swell. Peachy. Indeed. Lots of moxie. Oh, lots of moxie. So what have you been up to? I've been here. It's true. <laughs> Pete came out yeah. a couple days ago and did a photo shoot with us. Um, some awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. Um, so, yes. Keep an eye out for that. Yeah, so I've been here. Yeah. That's it. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I've been up to lots. I've been very, very busy lady over the past couple of months. I've been, you know, doing the Ren Fair thing, but mm -hmm. I've also been making a ton of content. I'm trying to get that push on TikTok to get to 1 million followers, mm -hmm. which we're mm -hmm. getting kind of close to, which is really awesome. Um, I've also been doing a lot of recording, trying to put out another album as well. So oh. That has been super fun. Okay, so yes. what, what, what should we be expecting for the... A new album and when? Um, I am. Not to put you on the spot, but exactly what day is it going to go? I'm, I'm really hoping. Um, I have plans for a collaborative album, um, a surprise collaborative album. Hopefully, in September is okay. our is our hope hopeful cool. deadline. Like working deadline. Yes, our working okay. deadline. Um, and then for mine, I would love to get that out in November. Um, so two yes two. a collaborative two. album and then a solo okay. album okay. um the solo album i'm very excited for i'm mm -hmm. going to be introducing um some different instrumentation so we know i play bagpipes or i hope i hope we know i play bagpipes i have a bagpipe on my shirt um i play bagpipes that's what piper is piper is the title ali's name mm -hmm. <laughs> um and so i also i'm a vocalist i play keys i play some other woodwinds and so i'm really hoping to get some of that other instrumentation featured alongside the pipes on the next album cool any new instruments that i know that you do you know piano i know that you play bagpipes obviously um anything else you're playing with that you want to get to but you haven't been there yet well i've gotten to it it is ready to go. It just has not been released. Um, okay. I have one with the saxophone, the alto saxophone, hmm. bagpipes, okay. and some keys. Kind of like a jazz combo meets uh, the Scottish Highlands. Yeah, I mean, you, you <laughs> say that, and it's like, okay, everybody's everybody's brain probably goes to that. I mean, like we say saxophone, we think jazz. Yeah, or, it does or have or a that bit one of a guy from group. Lost Boys in the '80s, at least, you know. But uh, <laughs> so, how did that enter your brain that you thought that would? be a cool thing to do i like the saxophone okay, okay. <laughs> yeah i mean i've played sax for a long time i played sax before i played pipes okay um and so i really was just hoping to see if i could get those worlds to cross a little bit um and it worked out i really enjoy the way it ended up and i'm excited to release it i have the 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 thought of releasing it maybe a little bit early Mm -hmm. from the rest of the tracks we'll okay. see you get excited about yeah. something we'll and you're see. just like i can't yeah. wait well it's been done mixed recorded oh oh wow it's away. already in the oh, it's oh, okay. ready, right. but it's been tucked away in a folder for about two months now okay. and i'm like get the letter out now, uh, I, <laughs> now, I, I have to ask though are yeah. we talking like like 
jazzy, you know, um, like big band jazzy saxophone? Or are we talking like like uh, freeform 60s jazz? Or, or are we talking like a, a P-Rock on saxophone? So it's it's got a Latin groove. Um, okay. So it's kind okay, of just cool. like lounge, loungy jazz. Like a bossa nova kind of a vibe? Uh, or? I would say it's in the realm. It's not quite yeah. the bossa nova, um, you know, rhythm and, and things okay. like that. But I would say it has a similar vibe to that. Neat. Um, it's it's cool, but it's a real. It's a traditional Scottish real revamped nice. as, gotcha. a, as okay. a trio okay. with bagpipe and two saxophones, and, and then we've got the keys. And, and it's just all you. Drum. Yeah, that's modern technology. Modern technology. We don't need humans. We just need tracks. <laughs> we just need time. <laughs> how long? How long does it take you to do that? I mean, when you're doing a, a track with multiple instrumentation, I mean, do you, are you trying to like crank each each one out in a day and then see if you like it and then go back and redo, or do you spend like a block of time doing the song and getting it right with one instrument and then move on to the other instrument or what? Um, I think I'm still trying to learn all about, you know, myself and, and my ability to record long term because I only have the one album out right now. Mm -hmm. um, so I really haven't done in the grand scheme of things that much full recording. Okay. A lot of it is, you know, TikTok style, shorter content. Mm -hmm. um, however, I've noticed a bit of a trend where it all comes together in one day. Um, and then I'll do okay. the mixing and editing over a length of time. So for the creative part, um, I find that I have like a spark of creative juices going in the in the noggin. Okay. okay. Uh, and so I will, you know, evolve off of that and go hours and hours and hours and hours and like suddenly wake up and like, where am I? <laughs> I get that. It's a bad <laughs> dream. <laughs> like, ah! So which part do you record? Which do you record first for that song? Like, was it the pipes first? Sax first? Uh, I definitely put the keys down first. I, pretty much every everything I do, I'll put the keys down first, and then I did pipes, and then I did all of the other moving pieces. So that uh -huh. seems to be my um, my order. Unless there are vocals, I'll do keys, vocals, instrumentation. So whatever takes the the focus, the you know the feature, um, will be laid down after the bass track. So the piano is doing your chord progression and, and some of the like light rhythm and the feel. So all of that stuff gets laid down first as the foundation. Then whatever takes the main stage, if you will, will go second. And then after that, you have your complement melody. Okay. And then from that, filler. How, do, how does this compare to um, how you were taught to do this stuff in, in school? You went to Edinburgh. 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 Yeah, Edinburgh the way we don't want to pronounce it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Pennsylvania, so it's allowed. Yeah. yeah, it's spelled with an O. But uh, but it was it was. Uh, I mean, is this something that your professors could predict you'd be doing, or is or this like, well, when you're doing digital recording, you should do it like this, or did you have to invent this thing as you went, or uh, is it community thing, or what? I wasn't taught how okay. to do any of it. This okay. was a pandemic project of mine. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So. I definitely learned a lot there with my music degree, but none of it is what I'm doing. Gotcha. Um, the, I mean, of course, there's a lot of applicable knowledge when it comes to music theory, when it comes mm -hmm. to performance, when it comes to, you know, that side, you know, the, my understanding of music and the creative process. However, the functionality and the technology side of it, I have, I didn't even own a computer, like a desktop computer hmm. until... I bought one for recording. Just so for this. Uh, wow. I didn't have a laptop. Like I had wow, an iPad. Okay. Like so I am <laughs> I was cool. I always considered myself to be technologically stunted. Um, but here we are. And now yeah. I am an online 
person. person. I think we can say. Person. I, I think we can person. say influencer at this point. I mean, you you have, yeah. you have a personality. Personality. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a personality. Yeah. Yeah. So I've no, got lots of personality. <laughs> Plenty of personality. So so who who do you think in your life history would have been or was most surprised if they had known you back in the day and they see what you're doing now? Who would be like, what? What is that, Allie? I mean, who me. Would... <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. that's fair. Me. Okay. Um, I suffer from crippling imposter syndrome. Mm. Um, crippling. Um, and you know, my mom always tells me, you know, this is exactly what I knew you would be. Okay. Um, my husband, Denver, my friends, you know, we always like they could just see this. This feels right to them. Mm-hmm. And then there's me, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> how does it, uh, it feel take me through your like the first time somebody came up to you in public is like oh you're her oh, versus now has have you gotten used to it at all is it still weird that, when was the first time you had to sign an autograph that's the other <laughs> weird one okay so question. i mean there it all depends on the context it really all depends on the context. Um, the first time I ever got recognized out in the wild, if you will, um, it made sense. I was at a Renaissance festival. I had a bagpipe in my arm, um, and somebody. This was I, I had a I would say about two hundred thousand followers on TikTok back then. Instagram mm. hadn't taken off in that regard. I had the two thousand followers that I had from my previous posting extravaganzas, mm. um, and so. Somebody came up to me um, and they they asked me very quietly, I don't want to be weird or anything, um, but do you have a do you have a TikTok account? Um, and I was like, most of us do. Hmm. <laughs> yes. And uh, they responded with, I definitely follow you. I'm a big fan of your stuff. I just didn't want to be weird, but I totally knew it was you. <laughs> and I thought okay. it was the sweetest thing ever. I was very awkward about it. They were very awkward about it. It was very awkward but nice. Um, And I just didn't know, like I had, you know, thought maybe somebody would recognize me, especially since, you know, the type of content that I make, a lot of people are Renaissance Fair goers, Highland Games goers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I kind of had mentally prepared myself for the possibility of that. What I did not prepare myself for was I was at the airport uh, getting ready to go at five in the morning to my gate to get ready to board a flight. I'm in, we're pandemic mode. Face mask on, glasses on, makeup, who is she? Hoodie on, nothing good here, nothing to see. I'm waltzing through and I have nothing identifiable on me. Like I didn't have my current case with stickers on it. It was just a carry on case backpack, et cetera. And somebody came up to me, no hesitation, no questions. I follow your TikTok, your Instagram. I am a huge fan. And I was just, I was so impressed. You know, I'm in disguise mode. Oh my gosh. Um, and she was the sweetest person ever. And so uh, I was like, oh my God, good morning. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> oh my photo God. with you? No. Uh, oh no, no, no. She was, she was very, she was good about it. I am, a, you know, social awkward. Mm-hmm. So she did a great job. I, on the other hand, apologized to her for <laughs> like my confusion. Um, I got on the plane. She was sitting just a couple rows ahead of me on the other side, and she was explaining to her friend, you know, uh, this is the person I bombarded um, <laughs> at the nice. gate. I attacked. I attacked. Vision. No, she was very sweet. Uh, this is the person I bombarded at the gate, and somebody a few people down was walking by and was like, yeah, we all know who you are. 
And that... That's weird. That yeah. shook me. I was like, we wow. all know who you are. She was with a different group of people. So I think, like, maybe the friend groups knew who I was. Okay. And I was like... Okay. I'm being perceived, Ruh-ruh. am I not? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Perceived at five in the morning? How dare yeah. you? We, I, we will get that in the store because people will come here and like see us yes and it, it's weird it's then nothing, i can't yeah like but it's nothing though. i can't imagine being no. out in but in the real world it's funny the things yeah. that will tip them off though it's like i i, I once clocked a, a a musician i know at a at a convention and i could tell he was trying to be incognito mm. and i was like he wasn't he wasn't in his usual gear or anything or his usual look or anything like that and i was just like yeah i'm not gonna call him out I can obviously tell it's him because I could I could tell by just the the body shape, the the face shape, and everything. The mm-hmm. the the beard is just like it's obviously him. Yeah. But it was like nope, he obviously doesn't want to be on. Yeah. He doesn't want to be on. Yeah. So I'm not gonna do it. So so, how often do you feel like you have to be on, or is that, or is there a, a, a high you get off of that like you do from a performance high, you know, and it's okay. Nothing's like the performance high. Um, okay, however, um, I enjoy. I mean, my my on. I, what is that thumb doing? My on. <laughs> that's why I'm like, it's, it's wants to do a finger it's, gun. I'm wanting to do the finger gun, and I think that's it's. I had to get one out. Um. So anyway, my on. I mean, my personality online is still me, and I'm okay. very, very, very strict about keeping it that way. Mm-hmm. Um. I've never, you know, there are things that obviously with a platform I'm maybe not comfortable talking about, sure. but not to the point where I would be comfortable talking about it in public anyway. And so, you know, you don't get into things like politics, you don't get into et cetera. Um, However, my authenticity is very important to me Um, and being genuine, being vulnerable, that's all very important to me. So, you know, people, if they see me out in the world, they tend to know things that are going on in my life as well. You know, like, oh, I got a new doctor. (laughs) Something's wrong with me today. Mm. You know, but they're aware of that. And so they ask how I'm doing. And it's almost like a friendship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm getting to know them for the first time. So I like that aspect. Cool. Um, Okay. However, being on would just mean I need to be Caffeinated? Yeah. Yeah. I need to be caffeinated. I need to be ready to have questions. And I need to be ready to, like engage yeah. further and a bit of an introvert naturally say, are, you, so, are you an introvert extrovert or i'm i'm an introvert yeah. i'm an introvert i am definitely um because i've been performing for such a long time um good at coming outside of that a little bit but i love my ability to do a lot of my work from home and recharge yeah um yeah as often as i need to that's something that can, i'm really I can, grateful i for. can actually personally appreciate that it's like yes. i feel very on when i'm here but there are times I go home and it's just I gotta just like be in a yeah. silent room with nothing. Maybe my dog. Oh, a dog. It. But yeah, we love emotional a good support dog. dog. So um, we should get to the dogs in a minute. But but oh, for sure. getting back to basics. Yeah. Um, why bagpipes? How did you? How I mean. That's the question. That is the bagpipe. <laughs> or maybe it's not. It's always bagpipes, isn't it? No. So I mean, <laughs> seriously, how did you get into this particular instrument and this particular type of music? So like, give us your backstory. As Rocky would say. Say Indeed. Your origin story. Why don't you give us your backstory? Right. All right. Your comic book story number (laughs) one. What are your superpowers? My alley origin story. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, My superpowers are (laughs) hypermobility. 
she has all kinds of weird joint things yes, going on. True. So hypermobility is a thing. It's mm. a Elastigirl, um, but not in a good way. <laughs> not in a good way. In a crunchy way. Mm. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I started, I've always been a big musical person. My mother tells the story that I was humming and singing before I even started speaking. Mm. Um, I've always been a, a noise maker, you know, tippy tapping okay. all the time, humming all the time. Um, people call me out on it often, like, oh, I'm glad you, you know, sing while you do stuff or sing while you work. I used to work retail and I would be stocking, humming songs, just not even conscious. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. just it's part of the routine. Like, my brain just makes noises come out of my face. So that's what we got going on. <laughs> um, and it's been that way for my entire life. Um, and so my parents got me a keyboard from a neighbor. It's like a little keyboard. Uh, okay and couldn't get me away from it as soon as it landed in my room um so i would start i wrote songs on it like how old were you uh seven seven yes about seven and so i started you know tippy tapping on it maybe i may may have been six when i got the keyboard but i started formally taking piano lessons after they saw how much i loved it when i was seven um and i I was eating glue at seven i wasn't doing anything to be fair jesus might have been also fair um Feels Glue is delicious. Process. It is. Inspiration. <laughs> yes. It's my muse. Paste. It's yeah. my muse. Um, so yes, I started taking piano lessons when I was seven. Um, and then from there, it kind of, you know, dipped away from it a little to try this sport, try this thing, try that thing. But music was always something that I came back to constantly. Okay. okay. So first, I'm, I'm going to go into weird questions. His job is a serious question. Mine was a weird avant-garde job. Oh, that's all fair. Um, what? I'm the fun one. Yeah, all right. I think the, I'm the fun one. Um, fair. Um, <laughs> While you're here, we're hoping you're going to boost our ratings. <laughs> no, we didn't have scotch on the show. Um, yeah, good point. The um, uh, first album, CD, whatever, that you purchased or got as a gift because you asked for it. When you were aware of the general music world, you're like, I love this. What was that? I wanted to go see the Trans-Siberian Orchestra so badly. Hmm. Um, and I got to go see them when I was 10 for my 10th birthday. Okay. That's super memorable. Um, I also recall having Shania Twain CDs um, because I knew I wanted them. And I sang a lot of Pat Benatar. I did have a Pat Benatar CD. Okay. My mom would take me to karaoke quite often. So you just see this eight-year-old roll up singing Shadow of the Night. <laughs> Sitting on the bar. I'm, I'm imagining so like true. Mozart, you know, like Mozart's dad would like take him around to the crown heads of Europe. He's like, yeah, now perform. And I'm imagining her taking it like, yeah, now do karaoke. And no, it was like, one of those things where I'm like, mommy, can I go next? Okay. I, it was never, <laughs> it was never, oh, child star, get on the stage, anything mm. like that. It was. Did you, you ever know? get booed? No. I got a lot that of. Been who, a story. who boos a t- I know, that would have been great. I got a lot of sing louder sing louder because naturally my, my singing voice is not very loud right. um i it you know it just isn't um so i got a lot of that and i was like turn the mic up why don't you do that mm. turn the track down um so i did get a lot of that but i even knew back then what felt comfortable for my voice and what didn't so um yeah yeah it was and yeah an introvert even even back then it seems you had the a perform- performer the performing bug but- i i uh, yeah. Yes, I have the performance bug, but I'm fully content performing to no one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even, you know, I like an audience. I like being able to engage. Like, there's definitely a relationship that you have with the audience when you're performing. Um, however, I think that's why I thrived mentally um, by posting on social media is because 
I can still perform and I get that joy out of performing mm-hmm. for technically no one until I post it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that still feels fulfilling to me. It's just the act of like, I don't know, getting into the music, getting into that headspace and performing. Now, do you enjoy. read the comments and everything coming back at you? Do you take, I guess when you're performing, well, yeah. Do you, do people give you critiques of the music or just, you know, negative and I love you comments? I, I don't typically get a lot of people. Uh, I mean, there are a handful of people who will say, I you know, I genuinely enjoyed that you did this. I'm loving the counter melody um, who do pick out things like that. But a lot of it, because it is TikTok, um, inherently becomes I love that costume or, you know, questions. I get a lot of a lot of. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, just trivial stuff. Do you mean like? I just mean like people ha- people level. have interest, curiosity. Okay. Aha! Okay. Wow, that's okay. the word that gets me today. Indeed. Mm. Curiosity. Word for the day, kids, is curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, I get a lot of curiosity. A lot of people really wanting to know how things work. Um, of course, I get the people who think I'm faking playing because I am breathing, even when I am miming to an audio. I'm still playing. Now, do you, where do you come with the inspiration for your, um, like, hey, how would this song sound with bagpipes? Where do you, where do you pick out the song from? Um, I pick out the song from, I mean, comments, suggestions, recommendations, things like that. I start doing little series in my head even if i don't make them legitimate series so Hmm. for example i've done my guitar hero series and so i would go through and think of guitar hero songs that i've done before a lot of it does come with some restrictions because i am stuck in some certain keys um Hmm. i can maneuver around it to a degree but i can't go too far outside um and so i will look up you know guitar hero songs in uh you know, B major, guitar hero songs in C sharp minor, Um, and then kind of pick from that list. Um, And then I kind of move into movie themes. You know, we did Pirates, we did Game of Thrones, and so on and so forth. So um, that kind of steers me in some direction. That's kind of how I is come there, up with is the there is either, there either for the TikToks or for live performances or something, is there one tune that you're absolutely sick to Scotland death of Brave. doing? You don't say. Yes. Okay. Um, did you, you, went, you did go to Scotland in competition, though, with a school band, right? Uh, Yeah, with a, a youth bagpipe band. So you've been doing the standard tunes for a long time. Yes. Okay. Scotland the Brave, huh? Mm-hmm. And people still ask you for it. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Okay. It may be because it's one of those that... Everyone what they has recognize. played. I don't blame. And they want to just they want to hear your version of it. I have done it, and uh, I put it on YouTube, and I tell people all the time just to go there, um, because I've I've played it now on Here. my account three, I believe two or three times, mm-hmm. um, and it does do well when I post it. Um, so it's one of those things that I actively choose not to do, despite knowing that it will do well, because um, and it's not even because. I personally don't like playing it. I think the tune is constructed well. It's a, you know, there's nothing sure. wrong with the tune. Um, for me, it's because of what it perpetuates about the bagpipe. 
Um, Got it. Because every time I do post it or every time it kind of gets scooped up in the algorithm, there's an influx of comments where people will say, gosh, is this the only thing you guys know how to play? Okay. Um, and so that, that amazing me, grace, right? That amazing <coughs> grace and Highland Cathedral are kind mm-hmm. of the ones where people, it's what you expect. It's what you expect. And I right. very much like to not do that. So it's the play free bird of the bagpiping world, basically. Though I do get that. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. There's and a random one not. for you. Your next one? Yeah. Johnny Cash song. Stop it. Take your pick. Stop Johnny it. Cash song. Absolutely I got to not. her with a request. I love Johnny Cash. Yeah, no. I. Yeah, so Freebird or Johnny Cash? I would do Johnny Cash. Okay. Freebird. She's gonna she's gonna do my request next though. Okay. What is your request? Klingon Battle March. Oh yeah. Oh so sorry. Yes, of course. (laughs) And I would do that. Yeah, I did just do a couple uh for May the fourth, of course. I did it last year, did it again. I did Star Wars theme. Mm -hmm. I just did Duel of the Fates. I have not done anything from Star Trek. So what what what, well okay, well let me ask you this then. Um I think everybody who's in the performance world is some kind of a nerd on some level. We just are. So what are your favorite fandoms, if you have any? Um, I It really changes so fast for me because my head is wild. Um, I do really like the Avengers. Um, oh, okay. and I, yeah, I don't, I, that might just be where MCU. I am right now. Cool. Uh, yes, and uh, I love everything Marvel. Um, I like Star Trek, do like Star Wars, but I Yay. do prefer Star Trek. And my biggest one here, Doctor Who. Nice. Yeah, though I do wish we were called hooligans instead. I've always thought that. Hooligans. The Hoovian hooligans. Hoovian. Hmm. But I understand. I get it. I get it. No, um, but it feels hooligan-esque to me. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And some of the companions, I could kind of see that as a vibe, too. Right. Any of the old Doctor Whos, or are you totally like Um, the new stuff? I do really like the new stuff. I just, I think it's well done. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. So who's your favorite doctor then? David Tennant. David Tennant. That is the correct answer. I know. Unless you're going to say Tom Baker because that was my doctor and I'm biased, but. It's David Tennant for me. David Tennant. Yep. Very nice. I know. Very cool. Yeah. It's not. How do you, how do you make a... time for yourself? Because, because you <coughs> I got... do not. Okay. You just, you just don't. <laughs> Simply okay. do not. Um, mm-hmm. yes. Cool. I'm working on that a lot, trying to, um, every time I look at my phone, it turns into work. Um, every okay. time. So okay. I'm doing a lot more shifting in how I like interact with people, a lot more phone calls, you know, with AirPods in where my phone's in another room, okay. a lot more um, kind of things like that. So I don't, you know. Well, you're a small business owner. My, you are literally, yeah. you are the company, you are the brand, you are everything. Yeah. So it's, you're always in And my in creative that, process yeah. is a product. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, there's really very little time for me to be able to separate from that. I don't have business hours. If I had business hours, I would have to have a business phone, which is something I'd consider. Um, mm-hmm. But even my free time, which a lot of people, you know, that would encapsulate scrolling on social media. That is business time for me because even scrolling on social media, I'm always thinking like, oh, maybe I could take this concept. Maybe I can work this in. And then it turns into work. So but yeah. that is how... As a as a business owner, you must be obsessive with your craft in order to to push it forward to get it over the goal line. Yeah. And that's like when when we first started, it was very very much my complete obsession with everything Highland wear and kilt making mm-hmm. and everything about it. And that's why we have a show now. It's true. So yeah. it's yeah, it it is a 
it is a, a, a double-edged sword. It is your cross to bear. That that's You're built that way. Yeah. And of course. Good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm grateful. I'm not, there's nothing about that that really, you know, Sometimes it is like, oh, can I, I need, mm. I need a break. Uh, I need yeah. a break. Yeah. Um, however, I think for the most part, it's more how that impacts those around me that I'm trying yeah. to be more conscious of. Um, Let's consider it. Yes. It well, is. Well, it's, imp- it's important within my relationships to, mm-hmm. you know, even when I'm with other creators, I've noticed we like both actively. Yeah. Um, yeah. And try to just like be present. Um, otherwise we really would just be here all the time like if we let ourselves so yeah. i'm trying to have a lot more active time where the phone is down um not just to unplug like it, it goes beyond that like i could yeah. unplug before um but to mentally unplug yeah um mm-hmm. and that's i think my current challenge and my current yep. finding the obstacle. balance in your life with all of those that you want yeah. to actually give your time to and your attention to yes yep yes absolutely <clears throat> let me give you let me give you uh, a question i usually say for the end of these things is like okay. given all this talk about like personal time and and self-care and 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 being obsessive to make sure it works mm-hmm. what advice would you give to somebody who's getting into anything like what you do like as a creator self-advocacy practice it just practice it with those around you practice mm-hmm. it within your personal relationships okay. um you gotta have it because when you are you online um, there's not, there isn't that barrier between somebody wanting a product and somebody really needing 100% of who you are and everything. I don't have employees. I don't have, you know, I have yeah. support. <laughs> uh, you offering your job? <laughs> Hired. <laughs> um, thank you so much. Great, I get another job. <laughs> However, you know, that's the kind of thing that happens. Like good nature. I think a lot of people who are creatives end up being really like good natured people. And of course you want to mm-hmm. help. Of course you want to be on someone's CD. Of course you want to give somebody your effort. Um, yeah. But the nature of our, our world and our society is they will take that. And also ask for a little bit extra. And it's not, mm. it's never malicious. It just is what it is. So knowing- You've created something they love and they want more. Of course. I yeah. mean, mm. of course they do. It's what you want. You want people to want more, um, yeah. but you have to kind of go into it, really know what your boundaries are going to be and set them strictly. Okay. Set those boundaries strictly and always remember that you are the priority over whatever you're doing. Um, I need to make sure with physical health issues and things like that, that I set myself boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, I know what they are and it is my responsibility to uphold those boundaries. Um, And again, with mental health, like you have to make sure you're giving yourself time off. Right. Again, just those have to be set before you get into things. That would be my advice. And I wish I had done a little bit better with that. Mm. The one thing that I really like about what you do as well is you've kind of decided where you're going to go and not go and how far you're going to go in certain things. Absolutely. Um, and you know where you're drawing a line and saying, nope, not going to do that. Yeah. Um, and you kind of even make joke, like people's like, oh, you should do this in a bikini. So she puts oh, bagpipes on her bikini, like stuff like that. I, I'm, I'm, I applaud you for not, not selling out, but like giving in beyond what you are willing to give of yourself of course, yeah. for the craft. I think a lot of um, what I've explained to people, it kind of in two different um, areas, I can go two ways with this, but um, 
I I know like there's a video I could make videos tomorrow and know that that immediately would push me to a million followers. Like I know that those videos exist because it's happened for people before. Um, but I'm never gonna do something that detracts from my I guess my goals, my mission, which is first of all to deconstruct the stereotypes that exist around the instrument, to deconstruct the stereotypes that exist around people who look like you know females, women um, in this culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just women in general in our society, um, there are things that I will not do to perpetuate negative stereotypes further because they already exist. People have already done that damage mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm going to work on deconstructing it. And even if playing into those things, playing into those jokes or whatever um, would push that further, it would just it would immediately derail and it wouldn't be undermine your legitimacy in your own mind if nothing else yeah yeah Yeah. and then it would take away from i wouldn't be me anymore i wouldn't be authentic i wouldn't be right yeah you're just playing the algorithm yep and i i'm grateful to have been able to get to where i am without having to sacrifice that i think a lot of people don't get that opportunity um or are just too intoxicated by the idea of virality that Mm -hmm. they're willing to sacrifice Mm -hmm. a little bit of that I will play around with those jokes and turn it around with the putting the bagpipe on the bikini and things yeah. like that. Troll the trolls. Troll the yeah. trolls. I do enjoy trolling the trolls, mm-hmm. um, but that's about it. That's all that I'll do. That's fair. What is the weirdest gift that a follower has ever given you? Weapons. That sounds like a pretty good kind of gift. It is a good weird. gift. It, it, is a, it is a great gift. It is a great gift. However, I think if you're coming into this maybe not knowing, really like, okay, she's a bagpiper. Uh, axes, yes, I have an axe thing. Um, I, I do get weapons and I like them a lot. A couple of skin dudes, different daggers, axes, nice. um, a little tiny claymore, which is adorable. Um, Yes, so. So you have an emotional support act. I do. Right? Yes, her name ne- is Frigga. Frigga? Oh, fantastic. She's gorgeous. Fantastic. She's my Good. sweet angel lady. Good. Now, um, what is your most thoughtful, like, either brought you to tears or almost brought you to tears gift? Well, Frigga was a gift from okay. Denver. So okay. that I, I don't think Denver I, is her husband. Denver is, yeah. my, way, is my husband. So. Um, however, I think outside of that, like, things from like followers fans whatever you're doing follower i choose friends (laughs) um because they feel like relationships you know when you get to know people um i've gotten so many cool things um a lot of it comes in the form of like art i think um Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. this started out as really the gift of art from somebody um and it turned into a lovely friendship and relationship with my artist who i now commissioned to make things that turn into future and that goes back to what you were saying earlier about um people wanting to give creatives wanting to give to each other and boost each other kind of naturally yeah and i think we're drawn to synergizing you know it's just like absolutely absolutely and i i think i'm in a really good position to recognize you know i make sure that i'm not taking advantage of Mm -hmm. You know, yep. the creatives who I've worked with, make, mm-hmm. make sure I'm not taking advantage of their time, their effort, and also recognizing the legitimacy legitimacy of what they are doing. So cool. just uh, giving me a, giving if, me a better if, understanding. If, if I may say so, you are wise beyond your years. Oh, well, thank you. A lot of it comes impressive. from, you know, experience to the contrary. Um, and <laughs> learning from... <laughs> from pain. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I think 
you know, anybody who really ends up being told like, oh, you're you're so wise. And I definitely got that as a as a young person um, myself. And a lot of it comes from, you know, I've had to deal with the bad was situations. Is that, yep. that the wrong thing? Of to course say? not. No, I appreciate like, it. No, I appreciate it because it, it just means that I've grown from my experiences and that's the goal. Yeah, so cool. I appreciate you saying that. Um, Weirdest or funniest thing that's ever happened to you while performing or on tour? I was warming up um, down in Florida with another bagpiper before we were going to a show. Mm-hmm. And uh, he and I, we hadn't seen each other in well over a month another bagpiper we had to get our bagpipes in tune with each other um takes warming up takes you have to play them together and Mm -hmm. tune them together um and in the same climate so we were outside in a parking lot outside of a closed realtor office like realty thing um and it was you know 7 30 8 p.m so they're not it's not business hours they're closed no problem. Not a lot of cars in the parking lot. We're mm-hmm. good to go. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to be too close to the hotel we were all staying at because yeah, sound travels. Right. Sound but... travels, especially mm-hmm. the two bagpipes outside and nothing to buffer it. <laughs> so we were over there. We were playing pipes um, independently, just warming up, just getting moisture into the instrument. Um, and out of nowhere, again, down in Florida, two men walk up, up to us. They're wearing all black, black cowboy hats, boots in the dark parking lot walking down. Um, and he and I looked at each other, the other Piper, Eli, we looked at each other we're like, uh, <laughs> really not knowing what's gonna go on. We think we're in trouble, of course. Um, so they walk up to us and they're like, think you guys could come do that inside for us? And we were like, I'm so sorry. We thought you guys were closed. And they were like, what? And we're like, the the building, we, we thought, you know, you're outside of office hours. And they were like, oh, no, we're having a wake inside. Hence <laughs> <laughs> so the black. I okay. guess. Oh, so yeah, I, was, I was thinking, like, mob boss. <laughs> like, here we go. He's a cowboy. Like, I was like, what are you doing? I think you're doing yeah. in this town. I know. I, know. I, I didn't know where I was. This was my first day down there. Like, <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, it was a little startling. Um, and we're like, sure. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Sure, of course. We're in our street clothes, like, you know, like, wow. just gotten off of flights, like, not looking great. Um, Got to carry all my stuff in with me. I've got, like, my drink cup, my suitcase, like, carrying my bagpipes in. We're barely in tune. We just started warming up. So we get in there, and uh, the two of us, they were... I feel bad laughing, of course. It's a wake. Like, I'm right. not trying to be disrespectful, but, but they were in the middle of a slideshow. We just, like, walked into this room. There was a slideshow. Um, wow. The person who had passed was a firefighter, so it was a big uh, group yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. sweet as pie. Okay. But, like, <laughs> large family, lots of friends and coworkers. I really didn't know what we were walking into, you know? Mm-hmm. So seeing this, I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. So we get up there. We're standing right in front of the projector. We were like, Amazing Grace, <laughs> like, let's just play it. So uh, we played the tune. It was great, like we sounded great. We're both great pipers, you know, we were playing harmonies with each other. They sounded good, they sounded in tune. We were like, okay, let's go. <laughs> wow. And so we walked out. Um, of course, this wasn't planned. They didn't like pay us. However, they, we, that wasn't like, but one of the gentlemen handed us a $20 bill and then they sent us out with a big, plate of spaghetti <laughs> and um, to pay the piper meatballs yeah 
<laughs> Turns out they don't want meatballs. Yes, so, <laughs> so we just walked out of there like. Did that really happen? Carrying <laughs> spaghetti and bagpipes. I was like, I couldn't have made that up. But you were warming up. Was this for a gig that night? No, for the next day. So okay, we were, okay. we so were just like going to be late for something. No, okay, no, no, no. Okay. We were just trying to get our bagpipe close, you know, Got trying it. to get the pipes Got close it. together okay. to save okay. us some time in the morning. But yeah, no, couldn't have. Okay. I mean, why not? You know what? They will never forget that. Neither will I. Neither will I, <laughs> and I was, I mean, of course I was grateful. Like they were very sweet. They were very grateful. It, they were all very, you know. We experienced something yeah. together. It was a moment. <laughs> it was yeah, a, moment a moment in time. We had it all together. Um, if they happen to be out there watching, um, know that that was super memorable. I'm glad that we could have given them something to hold on to because they yeah. didn't have any musicians. They didn't have any right. pipers. And then they got right. two. So time just really happened awesome. to work out that it's moment. Awesome. <laughs> fated to be. Fated to be. Wow. Yes. Okay. So that's the strangest, funniest, I guess. That's actually that's actually more interesting than I, than the answer right? I usually get from that. And I was like, oh, oh once there was this guy down in the in the front who flashed us while we were performing. You know, I, guess I have had that. Yeah. Yep. Accidentally, A I woman. assume. She was lovely. Ah. Ah. It was all oh. for me too. Like she made eye contact with me. She gave me a wink. Okay. Top top came right off. That was one of the first shows that I ever played out post pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "This is all right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. Yep. okay, good afternoon, ma'am. Sober up, <laughs> celebrity. Sober up, sober up. <laughs> so yes, there's been that, but I think my story was much more interesting. I like your story and more I like memorable. Your story a lot. Thank you. Indeed, you're very welcome. Desert Island album. One album. You're allowed to only one. Mm. Desert I, Island, you listen to it for the rest of your life. I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I want so this to be. Unco- I know you like all kinds of stuff. That's why I wanted this. I don't this. know. It needs to be uncomfortable. You need to pick one and only one. Mm. Not uh, song, full album. Okay. Panic at the Disco, Death of a Bachelor. Okay. Wow. Okay. I have, okay. I, it's, some, again, something I go back to a lot. I think the album is just, I mean, I listen to a lot of genre. Pop punk is not. I wouldn't even say 20% of it. However, I have a lot of appreciation for how that um, album is laid out. I like the broad, like there's a little bit of like Broadway elements to it. Um, I think Brendan Urie is an amazing singer. Um, I do enjoy pop punk. It was actually one of the first genres that I added pipes to on social media. So um, I think that would probably be it. I really enjoy harmonizing with uh, that one as well. Okay. So who are your who are your influences then? Here's a classic cliche question. So uh, this is a tough one too, just because like being that I do something kind of random and weird and different, mm-hmm. I've had so many influences. Like so 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 many. Some okay. of them are my peers. Some of them are my current you know collaborators and friends. So um, to begin with, back when I had first started playing pipes, it was Faye Henderson. Um, mm. The year that I started playing pipes was the year that she won the gold medal, was both the first woman to ever win the gold medal and also the youngest person to ever win. Oh, wow. At the Worlds okay. in Glasgow? Or? Um, in, in, in Over in Scotland, yes, yeah, in yeah. Glasgow. Okay. So um, first of all, gold medal, huge. It's one of the most highly acclaimed awards you can win in piping competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was 18 years old. I started playing pipes Damn. when I was 14 years old. And so hmm. that to me, I was like, all right. Wow. I can do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I 
I stopped competing so I could perform more. Yeah. However, just knowing that she could achieve that, knowing that she could do that. At 18 uh, especially, man or woman, it's all, crazy. She is yeah. such a nice person. Um, I got to go on a podcast for um, International Women's Month um, and be on a podcast with her and a couple other amazing uh, women in piping, um, which first of all was mind blowing to me. I never thought I would, you know, speak to Faye. I named my dog <laughs> Faye after her. Like I did tell her that on a podcast. Okay. Uh, um, how did she react when you said that? I think, well, there were multiple people on this podcast. Uh, there were four people on the interview panel, including me, and then two interviewers. And so I just kind of like, I named my dog Faye after you. <laughs> and so we were all like, wow. Um, uh, I think you. I really, I just, I fangirled. I, I did. Um, and I didn't think she was really expecting that. Because, um, I mean, to be fair, not a lot of people fangirl in the piping community. Right. You know, I think it's just a lot of like mutual respect. I'm not like that, though. Like, I'm everyone's biggest fan. Like, love what you're doing. <laughs> like, I'm shaking a little bit. Um, so, yeah, and I'm, I'm like that with Mia, the violinist who I work with. I'm like that with Melinda, the singer I went on tour, stayed in her apartment. Like, still freaking out. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, I am crazy. Um, however, Faye Henderson <laughs> was one of the first people who really inspired me, was influential to me. Um, I was taught first by a woman, Maureen Connor, who okay. started the pipe band that I continue to teach with years and years later. Oh, okay. Um, and she didn't start playing pipes until she was about 20, in college. In college, she started playing pipes. So that, and she became a, an open piper, a very highly acclaimed solo bagpiper, started a two-time world champion band. Hmm. Um, let's do it. Like, I really was surrounded by a lot of strong women in piping, which I'm very grateful for. Um, then as I got into some more outside of the box piping stuff, a lot of my influences in music were, you know, people like Freddie Mercury. Um, I okay. really, I just love the composition style. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I just love Freddie Mercury. <laughs> um, His audience control and, and interactions. Oh, oh stage presence, yes. everything, everything. A big fan. Um, 10 out of 10. Um, so anyway, uh, and then people who I work alongside with um i find mia my again my violinist friend she really is a lot of a social media influence to me because i feel like we've kind of landed in the same realm where we're adding our niche instrument to existing music to show the broad spectrum that it can exist upon um so we have and and she's very sweet she said the same kind of thing back to me like i'll do a song and she's like do that she'll do one like i wonder if i can do that mm -hmm. um and so we kind of without even communicating about it have a little bit of a playful back and forth with social media um which is really nice but she also just um inspires she's younger than me but inspires me quite a lot with her ability to take breaks mentally and from it's nice to also have like a kindred spirit that you know you're going through yeah. the same thing at the same time yeah. in yeah. a parallel Absolutely. you know track I, but you're able to bounce things off her Yes, it's very, I'm very grateful. It's a very valuable, she's a valuable resource. I have another friend like that as well who doesn't make musical content. She makes more like um, Renaissance fair, piratey clothing content. Hmm. Um, and she's just an online personality. She's very bubbly and sweet. Her name is Megan. We went to college together. Oh, nice. Um, okay. We know each other. She had, you know, been to my apartment for dinner, things like that. We went to a vegan fest together. Super awesome. Um, and... <laughs> 
Now, uh, so, finger guns, vegan vest, vegan vest in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Sounds um, like a crazy time. Um, but yes, so she is really cool as well because I had a video blow up on TikTok, and then about two and a half weeks later, she had a video blow up on TikTok, and so for a very long time. Our accounts were like this. So like we got into the creator fund at the same time. So I was like, did you get this message? Did you get this message? And so we kind of like dealt with a lot of that together. And I got to meet up with her at a fair a couple of weeks ago. Um, and we're planning to hopefully meet up again at another venue that will be a little closer <clears throat> to where she lives. Because that was the first time I'd seen her in five years. Nice. So yeah, cool. kind of like a friendship coming back around. So what is the what is next what is what is the big picture for Allie the piper what do you or piper Allie, which whatever whatever you end up landing I, whoever on. I am. yes whoever um, the enigma beyond, beyond the albums are well beyond the albums year. like what what is the what is the ultimate goal what if you had zero uh, uh barriers and you could do what you want to do how you want to do it when you want to do it what is what's what's the goal i want to go on tour i want to i want to have you know me, my music, all of my visions on stage for the people who've been so supportive for all this time virtually. I want to meet those people as me. I want to like have those conversations. I want to like be able to put myself out there on a stage and be able to do that and like fully myself go on tour. Um, you know, the whole classic like hit the big cities kind of thing mm -hmm. um i want to have that experience as an artist and as a creator um that's a big one that is something that i'd like to see in the not so distant future um aside from that i guess aside from like album you said i know yeah. however i do want to get a lot more long form content put out and created i'd like to do more with youtube um i do have a great you know following on youtube but it's all shorts it's all YouTube shorts. I want to have more conversational and educational conversations mm -hmm. using that um, as a platform. So they're more broad. But what kind of educational pieces are you looking to do on YouTube? More surrounding the bagpipe or I wanna, what are your pillars? Yeah, my pillars. I, I think a lot of it will be um, bagpipe centric. Just how, how they work, where they came from, what they're doing, how they are. Um, you know, <laughs> how are bagpipes? How are they today? How are bagpipes? Mine are doing well. Good. They're very comfortable. I brought them inside. Climate control. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, they're hanging out with their small pipes, which they they get along very well. It's like a little um, brother, almost. Yeah, exactly. Do you name your restaurants? Yes, my two that I have with me have names. Um, my small pipes are named Maggie, um, okay. and then my larger Highland bagpipe, the one from McClellan that I got recently. They're named Bernadette. Bernadette. They were actually mm. named by followers. Oh, okay. I was imagining Maggie, you know, like Maggie the Pirate or something like that, like Pirate Maggie. Uh, Sounds like a pirate name. I don't know where Maggie exactly came okay. from, but I like to think Magpie. Yeah, that's, that's classic. To me, um, mm -hmm. to me, that is the long, not like Margaret. It's Magpie, Maggie for short. Cool. <laughs> there's some. There's a fan art topic for you guys out there. Yeah, so that's uh, the names of my instruments. I don't usually name them. Uh, the majority of my instruments don't have names, but it was one of those things like, oh, do they have names? I'm like, no, do you want to name them? 
So that's where that came from. This is your job now. Name things. Like, yes. So when? So when's the opera going to come out? When's the or the bagpipe symphony? The bagpipe symphony. I I don't know. I don't know if that's okay. necessarily on the radar. If somebody was going to make something and needed a bagpiper for it, that could be discussed. That would be really yeah. cool. But I don't want to take that on. That is. Gotcha. That is a whole world. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, you have a problem mixing three instruments. Imagine mixing. <laughs> yes. So mm. one day, not today, not tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Another day. I'll that would be in a decade. Thank you. Perfect. Sure. That would be great. I feel like I'll dip my toe in one day for sure. It's not off the off the radar. Mm -hmm. Um, before we go any further, why don't we? <laughs> Every, everybody finger gun. Okay. Are we doing it right? Is it two? It's two. Yeah. My problem is I don't have the hammer up. I was just like, uh, I was doing this. Oh, come uh, on. It's not cocked? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, you did this here. Okay. Like fast jump. No. Yeah. No, 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 you're ruining it. It's oh, over. All right. Anything. Thank Three. you. <laughs> I ruin everything. I do. I do. Um, But seriously, folks, uh, what are we wearing? What tartans have we got on? What do you have on today? I have one of my all-time favorites Alaska State Seal. Because blue. Blue is good. It's very lovely. Yeah, my blue period. I am wearing the Kilts and Culture Tartan. Uh, this is one that I just recently got for this trip. And it's going to be, I think, one of my new favorites. I do enjoy muted um, and kind of like washed out looking tones. So this is a big, a big plus for me. Yeah, it's it's very, it's it's on brand for your color palette. It is, it is my say. color palette. I am, yes. I'm, I'm thrilled that you like it. I yeah. love it. Awesome. I love it. 10 out of 10. Cool. For me. Very nice. I am wearing the Celtic Nations muted tartan. Um, this is the seven flag, the Celtic, the seven Celtic Nations flags mm. swirled together, slapped into a tartan, caringly, lovingly, um, and then <laughs> washed with a muted color palette. Mm. Yes. I have, Love a muted I'm like color. hungry now. Mm, yeah. 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 Indeed. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious. Fresh Magically tartan. delicious. Mm. Like, oh, no. Delicious. Like this copyrighted. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It started the jingles in my brain. <laughs> Get a USA Kilts jingle. That'd be cool. Actually, you know, yes. there, is, there is a march that was written for us for the, well, not for just for us, but for the Kilts and Culture Facebook group. Mm, cool. Um, if you would like to play that sometime, I'm sure that that could be Bob super Cameron fun. would be, yeah. would I'll be find thrilled. It. Yeah, that'd be rad. Yeah. yeah. Piper's written, Bob Cameron's written a lot of different stuff. Mm -hmm. Very accomplished oh, in his cool. own right. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Indeed. Yep. Very cool. Yes. And we have our the the intro to the show with the little it was done on a channel. Yes. yes. A little a little, a little ditty. Yep. Indeed. Now I know because I know everything that you two do not play bagpipes, but have you do mm. you have you dabbled in uh instruments, vocals? Me? Anything? Music? We'll start with you. I I, I monkeyed around with keyboards in college. Okay. That was about it. I thought I was gonna be the next Trent Reznor. Good for you. Well, we'll have synth on the on the song then. We'll get the band back together. <sighs> much to uh, much to my wife's chagrin, um, I I got a tin whistle, and I used to do this in the shop all the time. I would sit there and I would, I would try to. Hey, I didn't. Oh, it had like the the book that came with a little Walton's book came with like all the songs. Like here's the holes that you cover to do the song. So I would monkey around with that, and I memorized a few different Irish tunes. And then, for my piece de resistance, we ain't gonna take it by Twisted Sister. 
I figured out how wow. to play on it's the giving, whistle. It's giving Piper Alley vibes. Now, now oh this, this, this is oh pre-Piper Alley. I think you stole this from me, frankly. I must have, yes. the, Now. Whistle Rocky. Yeah. Whistle dot Rocky. <laughs> that's just Somebody weird. get the username. That's awkward. Um, yeah, but I, I could never get through like the whole song or I would like, you know, not cover a whole song. So it would be horribly, horribly played. And I would be incessant with trying to get it correct and just keep playing it. And it, yeah, she hit it from me multiple times. Oh yes. wow! But the uh, I would I I would fancy myself more as a singer from an outgoing, fun, blah blah kind of thing, um, right. except for the fact that I can't really sing, um, nor can I memorize any lyrics. Mm, okay. Memorization right. is hard. We'll <clears> fix <throat> it. We'll fix it in post. So the USA. Uh oh. <laughs> USA killed the. Okay, the USA Kilt theme song is going to have, we're going to have synth, we're going to have whistle, we're going to have bagpipes, and three-part vocals. Oh, but here's how I got around the vocal thing. Local bands in Philadelphia, okay. Irish bands, uh -huh. they would, I would go down there all the time and bother the bands. Yeah. Um, friends with most of them. And they would allow me to sing Finnegan's Wake in the style of Dropkick Murphys back in the early 2000s. So having a horrible memory, I would need... Like the first word of the core of each oh, uh, verse to, yeah. to go. Oh, okay, so I would okay. write the first word on oh of each verse on the back of my hand and like full on Rollins style, I'll have the mic up here saying it like this. And then between I'd be like looking down at my beer and like just staring at the hand a little bit. Okay, I know the next line, I gotta go. So Thank yep, that's parts. how I get around it. Yes. Why don't you do you that the next time we're it. shooting a commercial? Could you go off? Thanks for visiting USA Kilts. Dot com. I'm Rocky. You know, I, I'm Ricky. Rick, Rick Rocky. Rocky. Don't forget to call Kelly about the. <laughs> <laughs> Need to pick up ice on the way home. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? I love percussion. Actually, one okay. of my favorite instruments is uh, steel drums. Okay, so we'll have steel drums. Do steel drums. Right. Yeah, we'll have perfect cool. steel drums I do play and bagpipes. bagpipes. I, I have a doomback. I'm trying to learn. Sweet. Do you ever done the? Do you ever do the tunnel pitch thing difference where you yeah. put your hands like? Yeah, that's my favorite thing to do. The issue that. that I'm having with the doom back is my dogs scream their heads off. <laughs> really? When I ever, whenever I try to play it. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I it's and it's not like I don't take offense. It's not me. Anything. Um. Okay. Um, they're very vocal <laughs> okay. pups, so like okay. it's it's all good. But I can't like practice. Mm. They love the pipes though. They come in and they take what it's that they come in and they take a nap uh when i'm playing so they're very cute neat they're bagpipe dogs they hate awesome. uh they didn't love the saxophone when i was starting to bring it out a little bit more mm. but they're was that fine the with quality of playing when you first started no they, they were like, like what is that don't my, like the way it looks my Look uncle trained his poodles to sing with him he, he, was, I he, trained he did Faye. opera and he was like oh and they were oh yeah i i don't yeah. actually i can't really say that i trained Faye because she really did it naturally um when she was a puppy i have this sweet little video of when she was nine weeks old and i'm singing lyric skiza by ronaldo Hahn, which is a french aria it's her favorite song and she doesn't really sing with anything else except for that one and she's very cute i can wake her up from a dead sleep in a different floor of the house and she'll come down and start singing it with me Wow. And she started doing that when she was nine weeks old. That's wild. Um, and mm. she is really good pitch control, like, for a mutt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Neat. 
so yeah she's she's very good and um we've kind of gotten her brother cast to do it a little bit as well so we have choir practice it's super i'm so going very on tour lonely with the um, dogs. <laughs> yes yeah yeah no they yeah. they would not do well they're pandemic dogs um <laughs> in a social setting but well we could try people would love it people do like them on social media indeed of course Faye looks great in a kilt well kilt ish device kilt-ish. yeah yeah sort of a kilt not really a kilt a, a tartan thing yes mm. She does look very cute. Totes She's dorps. a good girl. Yes. So yeah, that's that. Good. So what? if people out there in the great wide world who haven't heard of you for some reason, oh, so where good. do they enter the world of Piper Alley? Well, uh, if you Google Piper.Alley, you can find lots of stuff. Um, I- <laughs> Brilliant. All right. So. Some images that she took when she was young. It's, it's... No, it's so true. Um, should we redo this? My old selfies. <laughs> Honestly, no, it's fine. She's really huge on Indeed. <laughs> you can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> Next time, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not updated. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can... MySpace. <laughs> I never had MySpace. Wish I could say. Yeah. Um, on Wish? wish version of Allie oh yeah the wish I have the Allie at home um but yes you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at piper.allie I have YouTube as well if you just search piper.allie you'll find me and all of my videos there Mm -hmm. um there is a creator page with um all of my music on it and then the page that I have all of my you know videos on so you'll see two separate accounts for that Um, link tree I do have a link tree link tree um slash piper dot alley that will have everything in there including the merch store stickers and all that goodness um and contact information is in there as well with my business email cool personal favor request I want everyone to follow her on YouTube specifically and comment on every video because I want her to be held accountable for the promise that she is going to grow her YouTube. I want to see her on many platforms, not just TikTok. Well, I mean, I'm very Mm -hmm. grateful. I had a video do really, really well on YouTube. It has almost 10 million views. Then why are you not doing? What are you doing here? I I am (laughs) posting, I am posting my shorts. So everything that I post on Instagram and TikTok, I will bring over to YouTube as well. But what I really want to do is grow myself, Mm -hmm. you know, grow as a person myself, as a creator myself to use that lovely platform that i was gifted by the universe (laughs) to make content for people um you know the shorts are great and everything but i really want to lengthen the videos get a little bit Mm -hmm. more do some deep dives some deep dives answer the questions that people ask me all the time yeah pin that video up there just so people have more resources don't do that that's a bad habit Answering people's questions. Oh, is it? You end oh. up with a two-hour show you and you won't yeah. shut the hell up. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Don't follow me on YouTube. If you follow me, unfollow me on YouTube. <laughs> no, YouTube. All of YouTube. Yes, it's indeed. It's good. I need right. to be, yeah. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. For visiting us. Of course. We really appreciate it. It's really awesome. Yes, indeed. And until next time, boys and girls, Slanjava. Thanks for joining us. The intro music for Tartan Talk is Irish Coffee by Giorgio De Campo. If you want to get social with other kilt enthusiasts, go check out the Kilts of Culture group over on Facebook. You can find USA Kilts on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, 
or over at our website, usakilts.com. If you like the show, it would really mean a lot to us if you left a rating since it helps new people find our show. Thanks again for joining us, and until next time, Slanjava. Slanjava.